Welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 22nd of April 2017. Uh, My voice is a bit, um, it's about to go I think. I've been doing a corporate training all day today on Facebook marketing and um, I'm not sure if my voice is going to hold out but I'm giving myself the best possible help that I can. I've got a glass of red wine with me while I'm recording this so hopefully that will uh, help to soothe my voice and keep me going through today's diary. Now as I mentioned last week there has been no writing this week uh, because I've been working through my Dead of Night edits. The book has been to Helen Fazal. Helen has returned it to me with lots of red ink and notes all over it and I've been working through those and making changes uh, as is required and um, you know filling in any little plot problems that there are. So um, won't be writing this week though. Having said that it's been uh, quite a good week for doing the edit. So I'm going to finish the edit tomorrow, which is as I record, this is Saturday. And I should be able to get it processed in vellum and all ready to go because it has to be listed by the 29th for Amazon. I've got to get it uh, you know, ready and sorted. Now, I, uh, I'm going to send it back to Helen on Saturday as soon as I finish with it. Helen just gives it that last look over for a proofread. So I will load it in vellum and load it on Kindle anyway so that if we happen to miss that deadline, you've got the best possible version that I can create up there. But the last version will be Helen's, which will come sometime next week so long as she's got time to give it just that final read. But the, the edits have been going well. Uh, what I've found with editing, because I don't really enjoy it, it's not really doesn't really play to my strength. So I like to be creative and you know producing the stuff, but I really hate raking over it after it's done. It's just, so I don't really enjoy the editing at all, I'm afraid, uh, which is why I'm so grateful for Helen, because she does such a thorough job of it and, and relieves me of that burden. Um, but uh, I've been going through it, and what I've found out is I, I'm better at the editing if I do it in very small chunks. So if I do uh, a chapter or two in an evening, that's absolutely fine for me. My chapters are fairly short, sharp, uh, and, and easy to, to, to do. So I did, what did I do this week? I did a couple on Monday, did one on Tuesday, did two on Wednesday, did two on Thursday, and I've got the last three to do on Saturday. And that keeps me fresher and keener. Uh, on the actual editing process. I found that's much better for me, so I'm getting used to that. And because I've I've split it out over the week, I've got a lot done. So I will have it done tomorrow. I've got notes here. I've got three things that I've got to just watch and, and be very careful that I get right. Um, I have to make sure that I'm consistent about the number of vehicles that the baddies have. I have to just double-check that who's holding what weapon and when and who's holding what mobile phone and when. Uh, and making sure that if they put them down, they don't sort of have them in their pocket later. And then I've also just got to go through and monitor the baddies' deaths. So I kill off quite a few baddies in this book, and I have to make sure, I've just got to double-check that, you know, who's alive and when, and who comes to a horrible end in the book. So it's quite funny and quite good fun actually doing that. But when I've done that, I'll have that done by midday tomorrow, and then I'll process it, and uh, I think that might give me a writing down Sunday. I'll see how I feel on Sunday, and if I'm up for it, I'll write. I don't have to. In terms of my schedule, I wasn't scheduled to write until next Friday. But if I wake up on Sunday, I'm waking up really early at the moment because the mornings are so light, I'll probably jump out of bed and have my words written before even the family are up. So yeah, that, that may happen on Sunday, and in which case that would take me to 15,000 words of the latest book. But the overall priority is getting those dead of nights edits done.
Now, um, this week also, um, after doing the edits, I've been thinking about the Don't Tell Meg promo plan. So, Don't Tell Meg is live at the moment. I'm very happy to say that actually it's just selling all right. You know, when you think I haven't done much with it, um, it's it's selling fine. And um, and I'm selling a lot of box sets, which I'm very happy with because they're, they're quite, I say, lucrative. You know how books can only be so lucrative, but they're not, you know, 60 pence or anything like that. They're five or six quid. Um, it's worth having. So uh, I'm pleased to say that the way I've got the pricing structure done, um, I am selling more box sets. And the other thing I missed a trick here with the Secret Bunker of the Grid trilogy is with Don't Tell Meg, I've made the first one available. I've made them all available individually, of course, but I've also made books two and three together as a box set and one, two and three together as a box set. And it's always cheaper to buy any of the box set combinations than it is to buy them individually. Now, my my grand plan is to have... um, Dead of Night, which is the one I'm editing at the moment, that's going to be free. And then the one I'm currently writing, which is called Burden of Guilt, I think I'm sticking with that title now, that's going to be 99p. So you'll go from free to 99p to, I think, is it 299 or 3.99? I've got the Don't Tell Megs for. Because I want to make some money out of the Don't Tell Megs. I don't want to give them away for free. I want to make some money out of some of my books. Um, and that's kind of the sequence with those books. And then my my aim, my longer term aim, is to have another two standalone novels, which will probably sell at one ninety nine. It will just bridge the gap between the prices. So you'll be able to read me for free to, to get on board my sausage on a stick idea that you take something for free just to get to know me as a writer. But then there'll be some cheaper books there. But I'll make my money on the Don't Tell Meg trilogy. That's really what I want people to read. So I, I was thinking this through and thinking, right, okay, I, I've got Don't Tell Meg just because I wasn't going to do anything with it. I've got it in um, KDP Select and I've got five free days at some point, so I better use them. And thinking it through this week, I thought, well, okay, if Dead of Night is released on the 3rd and that's 99p, I'm gonna, I am gonna, am going to make Dead of Night, not Dead of Night, Don't Tell Meg, I'm going to make that free for the promotional period. I'm not going to discount it, I'm going to make it free. And so what I've decided to do is I've taken out loads of promos. Um, Don't Tell Meg is going to be uh, free over the 4th to the 8th of May on a promo. Dead of Night will also be available then at 99 pence. Now, I may make that free, I may not. I'm not quite sure yet. But I, I may keep it at 99 pence for that weekend. So what I'm planning to do between the 4th and the 8th of May is I've booked lots of promos. I've booked a promo to, to Don't Tell Meg for free at eBook Soda, Book Griller, Free Booksy, Book Machine, an AXP Daily Deal Machine, and anything else that takes me fancy in the meantime. And also, I'm organising, it's not going very well at the moment, I'll talk about that in a moment or two, but I'm organising an Insta-freebie Big Hitters uh, crime promo um, over the same period. But I'm not going to give away... I've got, I want 15 authors, 15 crime authors to take part in that Insta freebie promo. And I'm only accepting people with a mailing list of 5,000. So that's 15 people with a 5,000 mailing list. Now, on that occasion, although I'm going to let them list and grow their list, I'm just going to use it to generate traffic. Because Don't Tell Meg will be available for free on that downloads page but it's good to be available through Amazon, not through InstaFreebie. So I just want people to go through Amazon, get a verified purchase, read it, and then hopefully read on. So I'm using it precisely for the purpose of traffic generation. 
And then I'm also going to have on that sales page, in fact, I'll put the sales page on the resources. You can see it. it's not quite finished yet because I haven't got everybody listing yet, but you'll see the, the page and you'll see what I've done. And at the bottom of that page, I've put Dead of Night, which will be available from the, four, from the 3rd of May uh, for 99p. So I, I, I've got a two-tier approach. Approach number one is I want to send a shed load of traffic to Don't Tell Meg for free because I would like to try and get that top 10 or top three or as high as I can in the free thriller charts i'd like to get a fiction book really high in the charts so i'm throwing everything that i can afford to throw at it through promos plus that insta freebie promo a massive amount of traffic over that weekend because i want people to read don't tell meg and then i want the buy throughs on books two and three i also want to give people the opportunity to start reading with me at 99p with dead or night to prime that so i may make dead or night free i'm not sure yet. i don't think i will i'll probably keep it at 99p um, so, so that's the plan, to send a massive amount of traffic to all those books between the 4th and the 8th of May and to try and get Don't Tell Meg as high up the chart as I can. So if I can get a screenshot of it at number 10, you know, number one, if we're lucky. I think I've had one. I think I'm trying to think about my fiction. I've certainly had my fiction in the top three, top three of the free promos. I can't remember whether I've had it at number one. I'm sure I've had one at maybe number two. I, I forget what I've done, but I'd like to get that screenshot of it so you can say it's a number one bestseller, even though it's in the freebies. Uh, and you can get that screenshot of it in the number one place. That's the plan. I haven't done this with thrillers and crime before, so I don't know how competitive it is. But I did this before, and I only did it on a free booksy promo before. I got it um, in the in the sci-fi, um, you know, the sci-fi fiction area to to whatever top three position it was that I got the books to. But I'm hoping to do really well with with Don't Tell Meg. And that's why I've spent some money on getting some of this traffic to drive. And I'm driving it over a very intense period of time. I'll let you know how that goes. But my plan, as I say at the moment, uh, my long-term plan this year is to have Don't Tell Meg available, is to have Dead of Night at 99p, to have the next book, Burden of Guilt at £1.99. And then I'm just I'm just dithering a little bit. I might either leave it at that for fiction this year and, and do some non-fiction, or I'll write one or two more fiction books and they will be slightly higher price so I want to lead people through my pricing structure and make my money on don't tell Meg that's where I want people to reside that's what I call my mothership in my thriller business at the moment that's where I make the most money and that's what I want people to read but I need to warm them up with cheaper books before I move them into that series uh, as ever you know we'll see how it goes <laughs> it might tank completely uh, and uh, you know uh, a little bit of tumbleweed blows across the room um, or it might go really well, but I'll let you know um, on the diaries. I'll let you know how it goes. By the way, if you write crime and thrillers, and if you've got a list of uh, 5,000 or more, I'd love you to take part in my giveaway. Uh, it's um, I'll tell you about that. I, I'm promoting it at the moment on the sites. Where, where are we up to? I think I'm looking for another five people to take part. I've got another two weeks yet left yet, so I'm sure we'll get there. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I like to post things. I'm one of these people who likes to post things and somehow expects them to be full by the end of the day. And they never are, so I'm always disappointed. But, you know, I know with the last giveaways I've done at Insta Freebie, that they never fill straight away. And eventually you get there and then you end up with too many people. You know, more people want to go and you have to turn them away. So I'm just holding steady with this. Um, but I think we're down to five now. But if you are a crime thriller writer, get in touch, let me know. And um, if you've got a list of over 5,000, I would be delighted to see you on the giveaway. So that's pretty well my kind of writing news for this week. Uh, it's been a Easter holiday this week. So last weekend, I went to Amsterdam for the weekend with my wife. Kids are old enough to leave at home now. So we took a ferry from Newcastle 
And um, it's great to do these things because I tell you, uh, on one of those ferries, it's a great location for a murder or a thriller. And I was there thinking, all right, take a few photos and just get get the run of this. And I was looking around to see whether they have um, CCTV so that, you know, to see what you could get away with if you murdered somebody in one of those rooms. Um, you know, could you get away with it? Would you be caught on CCTV? So um, so you may soon see, uh, you may soon see, sorry, the wine's taking effect already. I haven't had much. Uh, you may soon see uh, one of my later thrillers taking place on a ferry because I've just decided it's a great place to murder someone. Um, so that was last weekend. So I had some time off, which is great. And then this week, because the kids were off, we went to look at a nuclear power station. Uh, we went down to Hesham Nuclear Power Station and we got a personal tour of the power station. And, you know, it's not VIP treatment or anything. You can just write to them and book it. You have to show them that the security is really tough, as you would expect. And you can't take photographs inside, unfortunately. You have to leave. They have what they call an empty pocket policy. You have to leave all your bits and pieces well outside the bounds of the nuclear power station. But, I mean, primarily I was taking the kids there because... Um, uh, is an educational opportunity because it's important that they make their mind up about renewables and fossil fuels and, and nuclear. So it was an educational opportunity, um, but also um, it, it fueled the mind for more books, you know, to go inside a nuclear power station. And I was asking him, you probably wondered what I was up to because I was asking him all sorts of questions about, you know, what happens if somebody flies a drone over, um, you know, who, who would deal with that and how would that be dealt with and all sorts of sort of security related questions. And he had these really interesting keys that he used. And I was asking him about that and he wouldn't tell me about these keys that they were using and so it you know really fueled um my mind for creativity and really the point of mentioning those two things is is that if you work all the time um you know too much what is it too much work makes jack a dull boy um i think that's the phrase something like that um if you work all the time uh, and you never surface to read uh, to watch the films at the cinema to, to watch netflix the best drama you know, to go out and, 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 and let the world nourish you, then it's not good for your fiction. And, and having had a couple of jollies over the past week, um, it's just very, very nourishing in terms of creativity. And all these little book ideas and story concepts are just sparking off all over the place. So really the point of me mentioning those two things is to, to make sure that you have the time. Obviously, we're all working hard to get the books written, but also schedule time to have fun and to replenish your creative stores. Um, I just wanted to mention the Amazon Academy in Edinburgh on the 23rd of May. I've booked the hotel and the train. Um, we are going up for that. And um, I'm doing a sort of gig, the Alliance of Independent Authors gig. So if you're in Scotland and you're going to be there, let me know. Um, I noticed somebody did a post for the Alliance of Independent Authors on Facebook this week. And they copied in a couple of authors, a couple that I've interviewed. I was thinking, oh, I'd forgotten that all these people lived in Scotland. So it might be quite sociable up there. So I will be up there. Let, just drop me an email or you know, send me something on social media if you're heading up there. But I, I'd love to meet up if you're there and, and make your acquaintance and, and use it as a, as a networking session. But really looking forward to that. When the train's booked, we're good to go. I should have been heading for Leicester this weekend. But um, what's the time now? I'm recording this at six o'clock on a Thursday evening and I've been doing a corporate training. There's absolutely no way after doing that I'm driving over to Leicester. And from Cumbria, I'm not going to, unless I set off about four in the morning, I ain't going to be there in time for the start tomorrow. So I've had to just uh, let that one slip and just accept that events have overtaken me this year, much as I would have liked to have gone and much as I know there are a lot of people uh, there that I would like to network with. But, uh, you know, sometimes you can't squeeze 
a quart into a pint pot. So I'm, I won't be going to the self-publishing conference in Leicester this weekend, which makes me very sad, but it's just the way it is. You can't do everything um, at once. So uh, that's it for this week's uh, Paul's Podcast Diary. It's a short one for this week, um, mainly because I haven't done any writing this week, but hopefully there's some little nuggets in there that will make make you think or inspire you or you know, rethink the way that you do things. Um, next week, I might be telling you I've done 10,000 words or I might be telling you I've done 5,000 words. We'll have to wait and see uh, whether I'm up for it when I get up on Sunday. But at the moment, the uh, the pigeon outside the house is extremely loud from five o'clock in the morning I can generally doze till six and then really I'm ready to go up at six o'clock so the summer months are extremely good for my productivity because my family all sleep in till at least nine which gives me three quiet hours to get some work done so I find it actually very productive time when I get up at that time. A good interview for you on Monday this is episode number 60 of the podcast and my guest is Graham Smith. Now Graham is a local author to me so Graham lives over the border or he works just over the border and lives over the border at uh, Gretna so I drove up to see Graham. It's one of those rare interviews where I was actually sitting right opposite the person that I'm about to interview and uh, this interview is going to go out on Monday the 24th of April. Now um, Graham is a very interesting chap because he started with self-publishing and he's now had two traditional contracts but um Graham is extremely well connected and networks in a fascinating way. Um, he does crime reviews. He started doing crime reviews for Crime Squad. And, you know, he's really made some amazing connections just as a result of being on this UK crime scene. So he's done interviews with uh, people like um, Lee Child, Mark Billingham, and uh, who's the other one I'm trying to think of? The one I like, Harlan Coben. So he's got to talk to loads of superstars as as a consequence of this and the networking that he's done as a result of it because he's actually got famous people then to you know to write things about his books and even to read them and and do tweets it's been a fascinating way of him building his crime career so um have a listen to that i'm aware that we've we we sort of seem to have a little bit of a run with adam and with graham and with mark next week with sort of thrillers crime psychological but just to say to you that you know really as you know if you listen to this podcast at all um i don't really talk about the genre as such i'm really always digging into the self-publishing the marketing the strategies so you know hopefully you'll forgive me that it's just the way the interviews have gone um, I've had to make one or two cancellations recently, which would have spread it out a little bit. Um, but as I say, the, the, the content, the information um, for general writers, hopefully is always there. I tend not to get too genre specific uh, in the interviews, as you know. So Graham is the guest, Graham Smith, episode 60, Monday, the 24th of April. And just before we go, um, I'm hoping, I think I've got a face-to-face interview with Rachel Abbott. Now I'm going to an event in Newcastle now. On. He says, looking at his schedule, when's this Newcastle event? It's the Newcastle Writing Conference on the 20th of May. And I've been dealing with uh, Rachel's uh, publicity person. And uh, I think we're going to be doing a person-to-person interview, so it won't be over Skype, before that event starts. So at the moment, we're just haggling over times. So I need to get over to Newcastle to meet Rachel at her hotel or uh, at the university, wherever we're meeting. And I'll be able to record the interview there. So uh, that's great. I was really keen to get Mark Edwards, Angie Marsons, whose book I'm reading at the moment and really enjoying, Adam Croft and Rachel Abbott. And so I've got all four of them now, which I'm really delighted about. Uh, They're authors I'm following and who've had amazing uh, careers. Very, very happy to have landed all of those. So Rachel's just the icing on the cake now. And I hope I'll have that towards the end of May, maybe the beginning of June. I'll keep you up to date with that. So that is my 
Paul's Podcast Diary News for another week. I'll be back with another diary next Saturday. In the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic week of writing and selling books. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.